재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Well, summer is more or less officially here and people want to eat a little bit lighter, a little bit healthier. And we have the local eats ladies here to uh, offer some advice and some practical tips. Together, they run the blog Booty Kitchen, W-B-U-R-I Kitchen. Com. Their names are Sonia Swanson and Chef Jung So-young. They spend a lot of time traveling back and forth across Korea in search of local seasonal ingredients. And they're here to tell us what we can do with those things in our own kitchen. Ladies, welcome. Good morning. Good morning. You've outdone yourself today. You've got uh, a, a, a Chuseok fest in front of me here on the table. <laughs> You've brought in about uh, four Tupperwares and... Various uh, greens and leaves. It's your Christmas, Kurt. <laughs> Ta-da! Christmas in June. Getting so, excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So do these things, are these disparate ingredients, or do they all have anything particular in common? Mm, yes. It has a common. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's right. Uh-huh. Well, we're going to start with a little, a little question for you first. Yeah. <laughs> if I called you, Kurt, as a pumpkin, what would you say? What would you feel? Uh, say, uh, maybe we should take this elsewhere, Chef. Really? Um, yeah, no, uh, to be honest, uh, pumpkin, you know, term of affection to be, my mom calls me, or doesn't so much anymore, but when I was a little kid, she would oh. call me pumpkin all the time. That oh. was that was my, my mom's name for me. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So it sounds to me, it's kind of, you know, good things, you know, in oh, Western yeah, culture, sweet. right? Yeah. Uh, oh. My mom and my aunt both called me pumpkin. I don't know what... Uh, what was going on with pumpkins in that family, but uh, I reckon a lot of moms in the USA call their kid pumpkin. Oh, it's interesting because in Korea, it's a totally opposite. Oh, really? It means ugly. So, (laughs) if you call someone hobak, pumpkin translates to hobak. Yes. Kind of an insult. Sounds a bit nastier, too. Yo, hobak. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I won't call you anything related to meju, tenjang, or hobak. Yes, please. Good idea. All right, and that's real life Korean for today. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. All right, so pumpkin. All of these things are related to pumpkins that I have in front of me? Mm-hmm. Um, right. But actually in Korean, so hobak, as we said earlier, is a very broad term. Very, you know, a lot of different vegetables you can call hobak, right? Oh, yeah. And so pumpkins fall into that category and summer squashes fall into that category. Squashes, all squashes fall into that category of hobak. So today we're talking about the hobak that come out in the summertime. Ah, the summer yes. hobak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it when the hobaks come out in the summer. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, this, this is a zucchini here in front of me. Is that a hobak? Yes. Uh, it is called a teji hobak. <laughs> a pig hobak. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you called somebody a teji hobak. That's, um, uh, Koreans call it uh, because it's for us. We have a, we, we are going to talk about you know, three different kinds of a hobak at here. Okay. And uh, we Korean people call teji hobak because it's so tasteless yeah. for us. And then only 
pig eat this one? You can only feed that to your pigs. Mm-hmm. Don't tell that to the Italians. <laughs> but you see, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you know that zucchini that you spent centuries perfecting in dishes? <laughs> we feed that to the pigs. <laughs> yeah, but um, I'm sorry to say that, but this is the, the least taste uh, hobak in Korea. And, uh, but it has also, you know, good flavors. But uh, the other two different kinds of hobak is a way, you know, sweeter mm. and, you know, yeah. more flavor in it. So it's They a, are cheap. Zucchinis are cheap in the market. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think these are the kinds of vegetables you'll find at maybe really cheap restaurants, like corner. As the panchan kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, they throw it into some soups, you know, just because it's cheap and easy to get. So Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's real nice. These are all green, these hobak-related stuff, the summer uh, hoboks that you've brought, whereas the fall hoboks, as you mentioned, they extend to squash, pumpkins, as mm-hmm. we would call them in the U.S., um, with a very orangish red color, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the main, it seems, the main uh, distinguishing factor is that they're all bright green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the seasonality, too. These are pretty much available from June to August. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, th- you're holding up uh, this, uh, another kind of hobak, which I recognize very well as the thing that I buy to cut up in my denjang jjigae. Yes. It is called as ehobak. Yes, uh, this is the most common hobak that we Koreans eat in Korea, and this is a brighter color than the zucchini, and it's a slight, slightly sweeter than the zucchini. A little sweeter, mm-hmm. uh, but behaves a little bit like zucchini, and you can put it. Does the e in e hobak have a specific meaning? Oh, e means young, so e hobak means young squash. And it's, uh, I see this one often as panchan, and it's kind of nice. Um, I think, what do you do with those steamed, or do you saute those to make uh, 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 the slices? Everything. You can do everything. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly versatile. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really nice. You could even bake this or zucchini or roast them with a little salt, and it comes out pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I was going to ask, do you think the skin is a little bit thinner on the ehobak? Yeah, it, that's than a thinner than the zucchini. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that's it? the good mm-hmm. things. Yeah, mm-hmm. the good point. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Uh, one thing zucchini is nice as I find, is raw, cut in strips, and then as a crudite, as like uh, you can drag it through samjang or through hummus or baba ganoush. That's interesting way. Uh, I know Western cuisine used that way, but Koreans, we never eat uh, raw hobak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No. I, I had a friend who was surprised that I was doing that yeah. the other week. Mm-hmm. I said, it's great. Try it. And she said, oh, yeah, it is good. I tried, and it was a little fishy for me. <laughs> a, little, a little strange. Sorry. Well, that, and could you do the um, ehobak, the summer squash, as a raw crudite as well? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am going to try that because I think yeah. that would be really nice. But I, <clears throat> I think uh, the ehobak, its uh, flesh is a little tender than the zucchini. So zucchini has more texture, I think. It's more form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the things that surprised me that Koreans eat raw is um, sweet potatoes, goguma, as like cut up in strips. Yep. It, and, and that, that surprised me, but I've gotten to like them really a lot because mm-hmm. they've got a good crunch mm-hmm. and very fibery. Mm-hmm. But it, it's pretty starchy, right? It's very starchy. Yeah. Well, whether you cook them or whether you don't, it's extremely starchy. You know, you're not going to get past that. I've yeah. gotten to like that by now. Mm-hmm. What else is going on on this table? You've got some greens. You've got, uh, oh, okay. So you've you, this is a picture you've uh, passed over. You don't have the third kind of hobak. Is this like a rare, what kind of hobak is this that I'm seeing? Mm-hmm. That is called Joseon hobak. Um, and Joseon meaning sort of original Korean um, mm-hmm. traditional hobak, but it's a little bit harder to find. To um, my eyes, this looks like a teeny weeny watermelon. 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's as if mm-hmm. you took a watermelon and squeezed it down to like a little baby size. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it tastes like that, right? No, no, no. Uh, we Actually, we also have a very similar looking uh, uh the melon, which is called as keguri chame, it's very similar looking. But this chosonobak is more plump, you know, rounder, and it's it's it, it has ultimate you know sweetness compared to the other two different Even kinds. Even sweeter of, than the yes. ehobak. Mm-hmm. And do you use it in the same manner? Do you um, cut it up and treat it as you would an ehobak? In other words, like in denjang and things like that. Yeah, you can do it. But as you see, you know, the inside, it has a huge part of, you know, seed part and uh-huh. it's a way softer texture. So usually people use uh, it for saute with a little bit of, you know, fermented paste, uh, shrimp paste. Oh, that sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And leave the seeds or do you try and get them out? You, you Just you eat it. The seed is very soft, you know, when it is young. Mm-hmm. These are usually picked when they're pretty young. Uh-huh. The name Joseon Hobak leads me to believe that Hoboks have been around in Korea for quite some time. Well, yes and no. So um, if you go back far enough, Hobak actually isn't native to Korea at all. All squashes actually have originated in the Americas. Mm. And it's actually one of the first uh, vegetables to be domesticated by human beings. There are records going back to like maybe up to 15,000 years ago of squash domestication. Do you hear those stories like around the the U.S. Thanksgiving story uh, of the pilgrims sitting down with the Native American population and they bring things like squash and gourds and uh, hobak to the table in the New World and then it eventually made its way to Asia via trade? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was definitely like a a classic vegetable in the Americas. And um, we think that squash probably came to Korea after the Imjin Wars, so after Japanese invasions. That's also when um, chilies came. To Korea as well around the same mm-hmm. time. So that's a couple of very big transformations of Korean food. Uh, to add hobak and to add chilies basically mm-hmm. recast the entire flavor profile of uh, Korean food in a way. Mm-hmm. That's around mm-hmm. like the fifth, end of the 1500s or something? Right, exactly. Right at the tail end of the 1500s is when the war ended. Um, and so we actually have a record from the mid-1700s about hobak. There is a Joseon scholar named Yi Ik, and he wrote about uh, hobak in this book called the uh, Songo Sasar, and he was saying that mostly monks and farmers would grow and eat these vegetables, and he said not too many of the yangban or the upper class would eat them. But around the time he was writing, he said, well, there were a few of the nobility who were starting to kind of catch on and grow these uh, hobak. The poorer mm-hmm. people always know the better food because yes. they have to. You know, they have <laughs> to go out and find ways to cook this or that tree trunk or that thing that's growing out in the field. Mm-hmm. And then it trickles up to the upper classes. They say, oh, yes, I will take that. That lobster <laughs> you've been feeding to the pigs? Yeah, sounds good. I think, I'll, I think I'll try that too. And it becomes this upper class, you know, in-demand kind of food. All right, so we've got all the hobox lined I up. I like it. <laughs> yeah. That's a very fair amount. <laughs> Peasant food is the best food. You know, all of the bourguignons and the coco van type mm-hmm. of stuff. Mm-hmm. It started as peasant food. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, so we've got a picture of the uh, one that looks like a watermelon. We, we don't necessarily uh, have to talk about how to cook those. But how do we cook these uh, ones that we've got here in the studio? Um, yeah, so uh, it's a Versailles. It's, you, you can use all these you know, pumpkins, uh, squash, you know, as you imagine, saute, steam, you know, even deep frying, pancaking, any kind of thing, soups. But I prepare uh, with the Joseon Hoba uh, soup. So, so you can see the texture of the pumpkin right here. 
and you can taste, you know, it's 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 a pretty mild and Ooh, sweet. Nice. So, so this is, uh, forgive me, which hobak is this? This is That's the Joseon hobak. Oh, so this is the one you had the photo of, but you uh-huh. actually have it in the soup. Uh-huh. That's nice. Like, it's, it's got a very sweet smell to it. Yeah. And that's a twenjang based soup. Yeah, right? that's a twenjang soup. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, mm. it's milder mm. and a little it's a bit very... fruity almost, even mm. though it's a, a gourd mm-hmm. or a vegetable. Mm-hmm. Mm. The texture is almost like you know very well ripened uh, melons. Oh yeah, it's yeah, very... cantaloupe, mm-hmm. you know, kind of texture, mm-hmm. sort mm-hmm. of like a crisscross between a, um, a a melon from the fruit side uh-huh. and a I don't know a zucchini like texture. Mm-hmm. It's very tender, right? Super tender. That's you have to be careful almost with these zucchinis and uh, squashes because you can very easily overcook them, can't you, Chef? Yeah, and sure. They just break up into uh-huh. nothing. Especially the Joseon hobak, you can overcook, you know, very easily. Uh, that's very soft. And uh, I didn't cook zucchini because I, I believe that you already know the flavor. We got the zucchini sussed out more or less. <laughs> I think. Yeah. So uh, I I made another food with the uh, ehobak. This is a very typical way. That we Korean eat ehobak. Nice. It's a uh, ehobak ton. Oh yeah, you see these yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. These just mm-hmm. a little bit of. In fact, uh, we made those when when I volunteered the other week. We just uh, kind of beat some eggs. Yes. Dip the um, the slices of the hobak in there and just put it on the grill, it, right? Uh, first, you slice it and season with a little bit of salt and mm-hmm. let it sit, okay. and then you know let out the moisture a little, you know, right. get out, and then dust with the flour and egg batters, and then you. Uh, pan frying. And when you salt these, uh, like with uh, eggplant, is eggplant considered a hobak? Eggplant? Eggplant is eggplant. No, 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 but is eggplant, you know, within the hobak family? Because it's sort of a squash, isn't it? I Technically. Don't, I don't think so. I don't think, I'm not sure, actually. Okay. I'm not sure. I'm sorry to go off on that tangent, <laughs> but when you said salt it and let the moisture out, I know that you do that with eggplant to let out some bitterness. Mm. And I wondered if that's the same thing going on with these um, hobak ton. Are you letting out a little bit of... Uh, Making them even sweeter by salting them down. Um. Yes. Yes. And also, uh, you can make get as little form, you know, to uh, because you are taking out the moisture. Uh-huh. Otherwise, it they can make be it makes too, it firmer like, you know, to yeah. get mm-hmm. some of that moisture out. Mm-hmm. So these are incredibly familiar uh, little tons. You can go to any little Twigim Street and, and get things like this, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's a very our classical food, you know, for mm. any kinds of anniversary or like you know, birthday or you know. Chuseok, yeah, anything. Chuseok. This is like uh, munchies on the table that are just very easy to. Um, mm-hmm. They're lovely. I love these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're so pretty, like round little, perfectly round little discs. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. they're great. I love a uh, ton of of any of. Uh, now, do these things have anything uh, healthy in them, or is it mainly just vegetable fiber or? Yeah, they have. Um, they do have fiber, um, and uh, again, according to the Tongi Pogam, a, a classic medical text that we like to refer to every so often, um, we we say that um, hobak helps ease the pain of childbirth, and it also helps clear your vision. Wow! So you'd want to eat the um, <laughs> eat the hobak before childbirth, just going into childbirth. Well, I'm not sure. I don't want to give any kind of recommendations here. You know? <laughs> don't want to take any responsibility. Dr. For Swanson, how shall we uh, prescribe the hobak? <laughs> uh, so we Koreans, we eat, we steam, use the big old hobak, the the pumpkin. Like the orange. Yeah, orange one. one. We steam it and then we drink the juice after 
get the gape the birth. Oh, really? Yeah. And also the seaweed soup. Uh, what's it called? The um, the big planks of seaweed. Uh huh. Milk. Yeah, that creates more milk. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard, and in Hong Kong, I remember. They said they do something with melon. They take a like a sweet melon and a fish soup, make it together, and that will you know that child will be sorted out in terms of mama's production. That's mm. very similar in Korea because we make a ingo ingo jim tang something like that. You know the fish soup for mm-hmm. the the lady who gave a birth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a little bit of crisscross there. If I go to the mat, to any um, specific way I should ask for these hobak or look for any particular characteristics? Oh, yeah. I'll uh, choose the uh, relatively heavy uh, hobak mm-hmm. and then check you know, the top part and the, the bottom part. It shouldn't be dried out or wilted out. And that means the freshness. Mm-hmm. All right, good. Yeah. Um, do mm-hmm. you you've got some greens as well? What's what's going on with those? Is that something that's connected to these various hobaks, and you cook with them as well? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. These uh, the cool thing about hobak is that you don't just eat the fruit; you can also eat the leaves. Um, so actually, we uh, last month we recently held uh, an event at a traditional market. And um, so these steamed squash leaves were on the menu. All right. Mm -hmm. I see two versions of leaves in front of me. One is uh, very big, huge fan-like leaves. And Mm -hmm. one is uh, clearly has been either steamed or uh, quickly sautéed or blanched. Mm -hmm. Are they the same leaf or different? Mm -hmm. It's the same leaves. uh, So if you steam it, it becomes like... Mm, uh, Very smaller. uh, Yeah. Hmm. Sonia steamed the days. Don't take any responsibility. And which hobak do the do the leaves go with? The leaves are connected to uh, the summer hobak. Or oh, the... Joseon hobak leaves. Ah, the Joseon hobak. Uh-huh. So the little one that looks a little bit like a watermelon. Uh-huh. Can I grab one? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. These aren't seasoned at all, right? No, not at all. Is that too much? Mm-hmm. You can eat it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Normally, you use it as thumb or a wrap. You okay. Know, to wrap around rice and other seasonings or mm-hmm. something. So, and mm-hmm. particularly we make a gangdenjang. Gangdenjang is a very strongly seasoned uh, denjang mm. s- stew, and we pair with the hobak nib, the le- the squash leaves, because it's like of the protein, and yeah. denjang has a lot of protein, soy protein. Uh-huh. So it's a good combi- combination. Yeah, taste-wise, it's a little has a little hint of bitterness. Frankly, it doesn't have a huge taste at all, but it does have a texture, like a very fiber texture. So mm-hmm. it would pick up nicely on whatever kind of sauce you yep. put with it, like the strong denjang. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it as a panjang, and you said if you you could steam it mildly and then wrap whatever you're um, eating, like your Kogi mm-hmm. or yeah, mm-hmm. oh, it can nice. be simple or it can be complex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See these uh, the texture of the original like the uncooked leaves is pretty is pretty tough and, and fuzzy, right? Yes. It's got that kind of fuzzy texture. And the so. stem is almost yeah. it's not sharp, but it has fuzz that's almost to the, yeah. You see, you just kind of pricked yourself on <laughs> yeah, the finger. So you? so you have to pull the fiber off like this, you know, before you steam it. Uh, okay, it just uh-huh. kind of strips right off in yeah. the tip of your fingers. Then. You want to mm-hmm. try one here? Yeah, we're putting you to work on the radio. Oh, I've I've got to work. I thought you were going to ask me to eat one of these. Yeah, so um, it's interesting that the Mm -hmm. stems are like tubes. There's not much going on inside the stems. Mm -mm. Yeah, but you just uh, peel off the the fiber, and then it becomes really tender. Mm -hmm. All right. Without, and then then I steam it. Yeah, and then you steam it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or blanch. Nice. Mm -hmm. Cool. So... um, We've got the leaves as well as the different hobak, including the hobak tang and these little hobak chun that you made with a little bit of flour batter. 
anything else I need to know about Hobart? Oh, I think we are pretty good about, you know, those, you know. <laughs> We're pretty good. Uh-huh. That's all we brought for you. There we go. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, just So just in a nutshell, this season will go until roughly through the end of August? August, or? yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then we're getting into the... <laughs> that steamed piece of leaf is now clogging up. Oh, no. Her. Oh, no. <laughs> and then we'll get into fall again, uh, and we will talk about that when the time is right. Ladies, thank you very much for coming in and bringing us another edition of Local Eats. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Examining Korean cultures past and present through compelling conversations and documentary storytelling. This is Koreascape on TBS EFM. And that is a wrap on today's Koreascape. The show is produced by E.Q. Huang with associate production by Jamie Lee. GP1 is our writer. I'm Kurt Asian. Find us on Facebook or Twitter. Koreascape is the handle on both of those platforms. As we leave, we're going to play you some Hobok-inspired music in a manner of speaking with Smashing Pumpkins. See you tomorrow. <laughs>